for Flight Centre. Best in the air and everywhere. And Hyundai. Enjoy Hyundai's generous cashback on SENSA. The round ball with Dom and Dodzy. Yes, sir, it is the round ball, and here we come around the home turn. Dom Ronaldo, Travis Dodd, will you? All thanks to our good friends at Hyundai and also Flight Centre and also SA, rather, Power Networks, empowering women's football in South Australia. Just, uh, it was just so nice talking to Carly. We're just getting back to her there. Um, you know, just very. You don't always get someone that young speaking so well and so level headed, and she just came across that way, didn't she? Yeah, absolutely. And. Look, it's it's one thing to to have these Matildas coming up and coming through the game and doing well, but yeah. the media side of it is very important for them because they want to be they need to be able to promote the game. And with Carly speaking like that, she can speak to the to the yeah. masses of girls that are playing out there. Yeah, because we're always a bit apprehensive. You know, they're only young. You don't know how they're going to react. But she was absolutely fantastic. Now, shortly we're going to catch up. We're going to talk more local. Uh, the uh, Comets coach uh, Barney Smith. We'll have a chat to him in just a tick. But before we do that, we did mention at the top of the show about the new FFA's football development uh, committee, and uh, uh, we didn't mention uh, some of the names. But Mark Vaduka's in there. Uh, Josip Skoko. Uh, we also got people like. Mark Bosnich, Paul O'Con, Frank Farina, Claire Polkinghorne, and also Ron Smith. Funny enough, Ron is uh, the father of Barney, who we're about to speak to he is, soon. He is, uh, and Ron actually came over to Adelaide not long ago. I think it was just before Easter, uh, and conducted a, a, a development session for coaches on no, uh, on the analysis, the video analysis. That were you there? Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. uh, the, did I help? He spent uh, most of his career, or a lot of his career post-coaching, uh, helping out the Socceroos with video analysis, and the detail that he goes to is phenomenal. So to have somebody of that calibre and with that much knowledge of the game involved in this starting eleven uh, is great. Now, the, the only thing that worries me about this is whether or not that they actually take on board yeah. the information they get because we did see that 2014, the Crawford report was done, and by all reports... Um, Crawford report 53 recommendations were made but not a lot of them were actually really? uh, implemented oh, so uh, it's it's actually a good friend I believe you know uh, Benita Mercialides yes Mercialides yes, yeah. she was with the FFA many, yeah, at the when, time yeah, uh, yeah. and she would actually be a great one to, to get on at some stage actually to, that's to a talk very good point that. see every now and then you, you don't come up with a lot of good ones but that was one of the good ones well I get Benita next week actually because she's uh, she's very outspoken and yeah. she likes to talk and she's Absolutely. got some fantastic ideas as well, well and she's been on the in the in yeah. Sanctum as well yeah. so she knows yeah. the, what goes on yeah alright we might try and get her on next week uh, Benita but you did mention uh, of course Ron Smith part of that committee who was the head coach at the uh, AOS for many, many years. So we're going to segue into that to his son to see if any of that coaching experience that Ronnie has may have uh, hopefully passed on to his son, uh, Barney, who is the coach of uh, of the Comets, and he joins us now. Barney, thanks for your time. G'day, Dom. G'day, Travis. How are you? Hey, mate. Good, mate. Now, any of that, I mean, your dad's been there, done that. Uh, is that how you started? Is that how you wanted to be a coach because he, uh, he, he sort of got a lot of feedback from him? Oh... Look, it's probably got something to do with it. Um, it's not probably why I wanted to, but, um, uh, you know, being around him and growing up around football, um, it's just been part of the family since my brother and I can ever remember. So, um, and he was never someone that really pushed us either to do any particular sport. Um, I was a big in tennis when I was young, uh, not so much football, Um and he was quite happy with that. He was never someone that said, you, you know, oh, I want you to play football, that sort of stuff. He said, just do what you want, boys. Um, 
but naturally, uh, I, I definitely got the bug. My brother, my brother didn't. He um, he tried a little bit, but he's, he he ended up becoming a, a golfer. So um, <laughs> I think my, I, I think my dad got both of what he wanted because he loves playing golf as a hobby in his spare time, and then football's been his career. So he got. He got one of each to some degree, but to his disappointment, he ended up being a goalkeeper, which I think he hated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's something about us goalkeepers. Uh, we always get the crap thrown at us, mate. Uh, you throw yourself in loosely there, Dom, as us, um, as a goalkeeper. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm speaking to Barney, who understands the position more than you do, Trav. Hey, uh, Barney, of course, you're the coach of the... It must be frustrating for you going to the Comets and all of a sudden the season comes to a grinding halt. Uh, what have you been doing in the meantime? Uh, somewhat frustrating. It's been nice. It's been a nice welcome back. Um, obviously, after the three years that I had there, and I've got a, a strong relationship with Jim, the president. Um, and, and he, uh, when he asked me to go back there, it was very, very, very hard for me to say no. Um, uh, and I, the last time that I coached there, leaving it because of business reasons, for no other reason, but for business reasons, I always kind of wanted to go back uh, and have this thing inside of me that if I got a chance. And Jim asked me to go back, no matter what state they were in uh, and what league they were in, I'd go back. Uh, I think he had an IOU up his sleeve, so um, he cashed that in at the end of the season. Um, and it's been fantastic being back there since. But obviously, like everybody else uh, that enjoys their football and uh, was looking forward to the NPL 2020, it is a bit frustrating. So been trying to keep busy in the meantime um, since we've been on, on, on pause, I suppose, or on hold. Hey, Barney, now I'll throw us in as a we, as coaches. Uh, you would have to be... <laughs> that's you, just a, that's funnier <laughs> than mine, sorry. You would have to be one of the the most, I guess, committed coaches uh, that I've come across in the league in terms of your time commitment and, and how much you invest into uh, your development and, and that kind of stuff. Run us through what a, what a week looks like for you preparing in terms of watching video and, uh, and preparing sessions for players and, and the time, how time intensive that is. Um, thanks, Trav. It, I never th- think of myself that way. Um, I guess it's uh, um, the commitment, and it was you know originally one of the reasons why I stopped uh, because of because of business. Is that I said to Jim in the comments that you know if I'm going to put my time in, I'm going to put 100, percent and I can't give you that right now, and I don't want to give you 70. percent If I'm going to do it, I want to do it properly. Um, so for me now, um, look, I think if you're organised. Um, I, I spent a fair bit of time in the pre-season trying to be organised and get organised around what um, structure and what we're going to do. Um, and throughout the pre-season, we work on um, sort of the, the general um, structure of sessions and what's going to happen during the week. And then we tinker with those during the week, depending on the game. So Sunday is probably where it all starts. Um, and I'd be, I don't think I'd be too dissimilar to most coaches. You play a game on Saturday... The 90 minutes of the game is actually, I think you operate mostly in your subconscious and you don't, you're kind of in that game mode where, uh, you know, emotions are heightened. It's that sort of adrenaline of game day. You're not really being too observant um, and, and being kind of partial to what's going on. You're kind of caught up in the moment. So I think mostly these days people would, I would assume, would um, watch the game again at least once. Um, I certainly do. I watch it again on a Sunday and I've taught myself how to, um, use software that analyse the game um, and, and can pull out all the different bits and pieces that we want to look at pretty quickly. So um, when you look at the software that we use and sort of the stuff that we come up with, it looks like it takes ages, but it's it's literally just watching the game again for 90 minutes and pressing buttons while you're watching it. Um, 
once you get good at that and you can code a game, um, the code window that you use will then give you any information that you want. So you can say, hey, let's have a look at set pieces. Um, let's have a look at our attempts on goal versus their attempts on goal. Um, or where did we lose the ball? Where did we gain the ball? And is that consistent with what we've been working at at training? Um, so we'll pull together some of that footage. Um, for us at Comets this year, because of our training nights, um, Monday's a recovery and active conditioning session that we do, and we don't look at the video then. I'll normally send the squad some of the links on YouTube so they can watch it in their own time of either specific things for them individually or for the team. And then on a Tuesday night, because we train at Santos, we have to wait until the athletics is finished. So uh, the boys, uh, quite rightly, and, and it works well, requested that we do a video session on Tuesday night while we're waiting to get access to the pitch at Santos. Um, and we'll go through and look at some of that video on a Tuesday night and then train at Santos. Thursdays um, is more game preparation and, and attacking and then play on a Saturday. Barney, obviously one hell of a passionate guy and you do, by the sounds of things, do everything attention to detail. Just before I let you go, because we've got to go, um, have you ever been on the other side of Travis Dodd when he's been coaching he, and you've been on the other I, side? No, he's been on the, the other side on the field. No, no, like as a coach. <laughs> oh, no, as a player in the goals. I'm talking as a coach. Oh, when I was taking penalties. Oh, I thought that's what you You have not seen to. Travis <laughs> in action on the sideline, even as an assistant coach. <laughs> Just beware. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, unfortunately, I've been on, on the side of both. So. <laughs> well, you know what I'm talking uh, about as then. As a player and, and Travis scored against him then as a coach. But actually, he's quite nice as a coach. He's pretty quiet. And, ah, um, not when you get him rolled up, he's I like, not. <laughs> I like coaching against uh, uh, Trav and, and, and Robbie. They're pretty quiet. It wasn't so as much fun when Con was there, but once he left, it's quite nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he was bringing us down. Uh, okay. well, when do you guys play each other? When? Well, I mean, obviously. Where, when the season starts, it's in like two, two games. Yeah. Wow, can't wait yeah. for that one. Well, I'm going to be coming to that. Whose ground is it at? Oh, who knows? Okay, well, that'll do. I'm going to come and watch it. Hey, Barney, uh, when everything gets back to normal, good luck with everything, mate. Good luck with Comets uh, during the season, and uh, we'll be watching with interest to see how you go, buddy. Thanks, Dom. Thanks, Not Craig. too much interest, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to be on Barney's side, I'm going to tell you right now, mate, yeah, because... Uh, well done. Yeah, well, I can't be too biased. I can't be too biased. Spit it out, mate. Uh, I'll be spitting it out, all right. Actually, speaking it out, we've got to get going because we just about run out of time here. It's been such a quick show, but it's been a good one. Good one's a quick one, uh, buddy. Now, next week, we're going to try I and... Yeah, uh, we're talking about the show, by the way. Uh, next week, we're going to catch up with uh, Benita. With, and, and there's so many so many people we're going to catch up with. And because James Johnson, the head man of the FFA. Oh, could be a yeah. big week next big week. We're going to need full of politics next week. We're going to have that much garbage coming out of our mouth. It's not going to be funny. I'm going to wear a suit and tie. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Anyway, thanks for joining us. And thanks to our sponsors, of course. And that's Flight Centre and Hyundai and all the uh, good people at the Milk Bar, 57 Flinders Street in the city. Uh, take care of yourselves. Look after each other and let's keep our fingers crossed, Trav, that the football is starting sooner rather than later. later. Well done. Would you like to say goodbye? Goodbye, everyone, and thank you for listening. Yeah, go away. Thank you.